So we will begin in five, four, three, two, one. It's kind of showing today. Anyway, um, welcome to the Fragments of Silicon Reviews. Uh, two games up this week. First up is Inner Space. So, got to preface something beforehand. Um, um, yeah, this is a this is actually a pre-release review. Um, the game is coming out this Thursday. So, yeah. Spoiler warning, you know, it's like we have live raw gameplay playing in the corner of our show here. It's less of a problem if you're listening to the MP3 version, but if you want to steal yourself from any kind of spoilers, I can't exactly say what's going to um, appear on screen because, um, you know, we don't really time out these reviews. It, I'm at the very beginning of the game, at least, so nothing too big should be spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, so, nothing big going on, although this game does have more plot than I expected for mostly an atmospheric flying and swimming simulator type thing. Yeah, it, there's a lot of plot going on here, actually, mm -hmm. but we'll get into that when, um, a little down the line. Anyway, um, so Inner Space is the creation of Polynight Games, which we were supposed to interview this week, but that got canceled at the last minute, and is being published by um, Aspire Media, who you probably know best from uh, miscellaneous Mac ports. At any rate, um, so quantifying what this game is is actually a bit difficult. Like, um, in some ways, it's pretty easy. It's a six degrees of freedom flight game. Like, um, if you've ever played, uh, say, Descent or Forsaken, it's something like that, but um, less shooting and more uh, exploring the world and banging into walls. Think Journey, but with flight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the role is really the thing that throws you off, because they're doesn't seem to be anything more than localized gravity like mm -hmm. and not even much of that so it's easy to get disoriented yeah. but it's not only a flight game because you can go underwater um, that happens actually a little down the line but um, it should be coming up here soon enough uh, anyway so you are this machine called the cart the cartographer and you team up with this boat down here called the Archaeologist to explore this um, inner space called the inner, the inverse. Yeah, a lot of in going on here. 
what yeah, it's and, in- to, and just to double clarify, these are both actually like intelligent machines. There aren't people in them. And right. uh, the archaeologist actually built the cartographer, I believe. Yes. Out of some stuff that it found. Yes, and um, their mission is to find out what happened to this ancient civilization that disappeared and left all of this technology and architecture. You know, it's your typical lost civilization yarn. Um, Not the worst and... yarn to go with, but... <laughs> You know, you know, and you also have to deal with these things called demigods. And to say more about that would probably be getting into spoil- actual spoiler territory. Granted, I don't think anyone here finished the game. I got about halfway through before I ran out of time. Um, kind of wanted to play it more, but I'll be honest. This is a game I only um, I only enjoyed playing for about a half an hour, an hour, kind of short term, because it's a, you know, it being 360 degrees of a control, uh, you're going to get dizzy. Yeah, I was yeah. getting disoriented a little bit in the pre-show. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> that tends to happen when you have, you know, um, the complete sphere of space. That, that happened to me in, like, Descent and other games of this nature, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's like, if you suffer from motion sickness, I'd probably warn against playing this game because um, it might, uh, you might throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, ditto if you suffer from vertigo, this game could potentially trigger it because, once again, um, disorientating is the name of the game. Um, no pun intended. Um, anyway. Outside of dealing with the main plot, uh, your this game does have uh, various collectibles called relics. Um, a lot of which like improve your mm-hmm. performance in various ways, but some don't. Yeah, and you, you uh, and um, either that or they tell you about the world, and the the relics are used in ta- uh, the ones that upgrade you are used in tandem with the. I hesitate to use the word currency, but um, this substance called wind that you see lying about, which... Yeah, it's it's also, the power source. Yeah, which also has a lot of plot significance. Like, anyway, I got about halfway through this game. It's a, you know, and that was about seven, eight hours. Mind you, I think if you... Mind you, this is with, like, exploring and, you know, looking for relics. Which is um, how you're kind of supposed to play the game. Yeah, spo- uh, spoiler, that, that's going to take more time. Um, not the least of which is because um, finding relics can be difficult. I won't lie. Uh, I would have preferred a map in this game. I, I get why they didn't uh, go that direction. You know, sense of discovery and all that shit. Well, but that and also just full-on 3D maps can be tricky to... Yeah. Influence when now, you can there, face them from any angle. Yeah, there are ways to actually um, track relics. There, there is a radar system, but it's based off of sound and rumble. And I found it a little too a short distance for my liking. Like, I lost track of a couple of relics. Um, 
like it's not a big issue where um, Petty Fan is, um, but once you start getting into the bigger chambers, you're gonna and you start going through tunnels and shit. You're gonna wanna you're gonna wish that there was a better way of keeping track of where you were. You know, mm-hmm. there are ways like um, collecting wind, and you know. The wind also um, functions as a level design. Uh, uh, the trail of bread, uh, breadcrumbs that platformers like to use, mm-hmm. uh, it's here too. Um, only problem is you might break away from the trail to, you know, see if you missed any, and then you kind of lose your place. This happened to me. Or if you go along the line the wrong direction or while looking in the wrong direction, like either by going like from the wrong end or just by oops I'm going upside down from the direction of the thing that I was supposed to notice it's possible to not realize the thing you're supposed to be following it to yeah (laughs) as far as objectives go um, the archaeologist will point you in the um, general right direction but sometimes their hits may be kind of lacking Uh, I'm like and there is a certain point where um, the archaeologist will be beyond your reach, let's say. Uh, and, you know, how you feel about that, I, I suppose it depends upon your uh, stance on in-game hints in general. I'm like, I'll be honest, I didn't mind it since uh, sometimes conveyance can be an issue. Oh yeah, this game needs as many hints as you can get. Even when the things you can cut with your wings are pretty clearly clearly obvious when you're pointed at them, yeah. they can still be really easy to not notice when you're not pointed at them. I suppose, but I'm talking more about where to go. Like, um, like you you will see a lot of striking buildings, but you're not sure if that's the one you need to go to. Right. You know, that. But yeah. And, yeah, your principal ways of, like, manipulating the environments is either cutting ropes or just smashing through walls. Uh, I think I mentioned, yeah, before, but, yeah, there is no fail state in this game, at least none that I saw. Like, so, if you crash against a wall, all you're going to do is literally bounce off of it. Um... And there's no real violence or anything like that. So if you want a game for your kids, this might be some, something for that. Um, Asterisk, as long as they're not motion sick. Yeah, it's like, as long as they can handle <laughs> the 360-degree um, range here. Speaking of which, how are you faring, Petty Fan? Uh, n- let's just say I'll probably be picking this game up again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Petty Fan has issues with motion sickness. Yep. So, so nothing against Polly Knight, it's just a me thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so moving forwards, uh, the graphics. Um, the game looks uh, just stunning. Like, mm-hmm. uh, really good use of color, uh, not just here. And um, the game looks like you're fi- flying through a watercolor painting. Yeah, it's a very stylized art style, but it's pretty, and certainly you have plenty of ways that you can approach the environment to explore. Mm -hmm. 
that being said, um, like the actual like polygon count and all that doesn't seem to be the highest. Like uh-huh. it seems start showing up when you get up close. Like the the graphics don't look as good as they initially do, if that makes any sense. Like, but it's nothing too um, bad or problematic. And um, I didn't detect any um, like bad load times or any hitches. The game ran smooth. I'm not sure if this game is on Unity. It kind of looks like it's using the Unity engine, but this is the kind of insight we get from you know our developer interviews. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'll also note that all of us are playing uh, the game on the PC, but it is coming out for all major platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, how that you know how that factors in into individual system quirks uh, beyond our reach that that's just kind of a you know a digital foundry thing let's just say but just in general um and the game sound sound is actually really important here uh not just the music but um the entire world's um i'm not sure what the, the word is but the uh it tells you on like um, the transitional screens that the the each chamber has been tuned to a specific key, and they're all in that key. I I, I suppose that would mean more if I knew uh, a lot more about music. Mm-hmm. So, fortunately, it's a bit of a deficiency in my knowledge base. Uh, um, that being said, the actual soundtrack is very atmospheric, very. Um, ambient, um, but uh, still really good and actually surprisingly memorable, which is um, actually a bit unusual for soundtracks of this nature. That um, it didn't fade into the background, um, versus other soundtracks that I've uh, heard in the past. Is that was my interpretation? Uh, Let's see, what else? What else to talk about? Um, pricing. Yes, there we go. Uh, so the game is uh, standard indie pricing. Uh, it's going to run you $20. Um, it's, personally, I think that's a good range for this. Like, uh, you know doesn't seem to be lacking in content. It's very unique, um, has uh, very high production values, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. Like, I can see why this is priced um, uh, how it is. And uh, Also worth noting that this, um, on computer platforms, this is going to be uh, supporting all systems. Um, uh, PC, Mac, um, uh, no Linux version. Oh, no Linux yet? Yeah. Not surprising that there's a Mac version because, as I mentioned, Aspire, the publisher, specializes in Mac stuff. In fact, I once tried to get them on the show, and they asked me if, are you a Mac show? And I'm like, no. Uh, uh, And they were like, uh, you know, we like... I guess at that particular moment in time, they, they, they were doing business with, like, Mac-only um, productions. Huh. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it was weird. Uh, I'm like, 
I, I get... I, I'm like, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, any other thoughts on Inner Space here from the crew? Uh, I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed, like, flying around and messing around. Um, I do feel like the actual things you're supposed to do are sometimes less than clear. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, more direction yeah. would be a nice... Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the exploration, but, yeah, sometimes you could get lost in your objectives. Yeah. Or lack or like, thereof. It seems, it seems like something yeah. should happen, but you can't figure out exactly the right way to interact with it to make the thing happen. I suppose if this game reminds me of any other thing, it's pilot wings. A little bit. Yeah. Not, not so much in mechanics, but more in tone, or um, a game called Endless Ocean. Anyone play that? Um, I think Game yeah, Grumps think so. played it. It sounds familiar. It's like, you know, something where you just put, you know, you put this game on, you just relax. It's just, you know, uh, how relaxed you're going to be is depending on how dizzy you get. <laughs> uh, so as um, as far as flight stick support or anything advanced like that, I have no idea if the, this game has it, but it really doesn't need it. Like, Yeah, it seems to want to be controlled with a controller, but it has everything set up pretty much on the thumbsticks and the triggers, except for a few menu things that are on the face buttons. Yeah, well, it's a very arcadey experience. I mean, you'll still have to do things like pitch and yaw, but you know, you know, it's not Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I guess you could try. Um, like, I'm looking at the Steam page, and I'm not seeing anything mentioning uh, joysticks. You know, I see full controller support, which is not a surprise because. Uh, this is coming out, you know, on everything basically, including the Switch. So if you want to take it on the go, you have an option. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, uh, I think that's about all I got for this one. Uh, what about you guys? Um, it's a game. <laughs> I would again suggest not playing if you have motion sickness problems, because oh god. <laughs> uh, right. yeah, if you like, if you, uh, if you enjoy exploring alien worlds, go for it. As long as you don't get motion sickness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times we can warn them about the motion sickness. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, personally, I think uh, this is a really solid game. Um, probably the first really great game I've played of the year. Uh, mind you, the year is pretty young, mm -hmm. and but you know, it's still, you know, it's still a pretty good package, I'd say. You know, also, um, I wouldn't expect any DLC. Granted, we didn't interview them, but just how the way the game is put together and all that, it really seems to be, you know, this is the package that you're going to get, and that's it. That changes. Uh, I guess we'll let you know. But uh, as far as I know, this game is uh, what you see. What is what you get. 
Mm, all right. Um, so I think that'll about do it for Inner Space. Uh, be sure to join us after the break when we talk about Omega Quintet.